Hello and welcome to Move Forth with Grace. I am so glad you're here to immerse yourself into God's Word and to open your heart to His lessons today so that the wisdom of God can move through you and into the lives of those around you and continue in generations to come. Welcome, welcome. Today's podcast is brought to you by Neverbands. These are medical freedom bracelets I created for adults and children. I teamed with a medical ID jewelry company in Texas so that you can equip yourself and your family against the unethical enforcement of the experimental COVID-19 injection and any future injections that might come our way, no matter what situation you find yourselves in. By wearing these, we can band together to preserve our medical freedom. Get yours today at www.neverbands.shop. It is also brought to you by the Move Forth brand. On my website, you can find tips on freedom, health, and grace, and ways that I might be helpful to you and your family. My website is www.move-forth.com. I'm reading from the Founders Bible. It is a New American Standard Bible that does include historical documents from the Founders era. You can find one at www.foundersbible.com. Truly an amazing Bible for you and your family. I'm also following the five-day Bible reading plan. You can download and print a copy if you'd like to follow along at www.5daybiblereading.com. Well, today is day 226, and we are in week 46. And if you are just finding this podcast where we're doing reading the Bible in a year, you can absolutely start right here and finish out the rest of the year with us and or... You can say, you know what, I'm here and day one episode has already been recorded and I'm going to declare that today is my first day. You can just go to the day one episode and get started right now and that can be your year starting today. Either way, it's just wonderful to have you. If you've been here since the beginning, thank you so much for doing this. Oh, it's just been an incredible journey. Um, I Earlier as I was recording these podcasts, In the introduction, I was letting everyone know that I have actually never read the entire Bible, and that is still true. So, and I'm not an an expert. I am not a church historian. I am not a minister. No, none of those things. Um, I am just a woman who is reading the Bible in a year and is doing it on a podcast. So, if you've been here since the beginning with me, and if this is your first time, what a special experience that we have had together, and I'm just so grateful that you have chosen to go on this journey with me. All right, well today we're going to be reading Ezekiel 46 through 48 and John 16. Ezekiel chapter 46, the prince's offerings. Thus says the Lord God, the gate of the inner court facing east shall be shut the six working days, but it shall be opened on the Sabbath day and opened on the day of the new moon. The prince shall enter by way of the porch of the gate from outside and stand by the post of the gate. Then the priest shall provide his burnt offering and his peace offerings, and he shall worship at the threshold of the gate and then go out. But the gate shall not be shut until the evening. The people of the land shall also worship at the doorway of that gate before the Lord on the Sabbaths and on the new moons. The burnt offering with which the prince shall offer to the Lord on the Sabbath day shall be six lambs without blemish and a ram without blemish. And the grain offering shall be an ephah with the ram and the grain offering with the lambs as much as he is able to give and a hen of oil with an ephah. On the day of the new moon, he shall offer a young bull without blemish, also six lambs and a ram, which shall be without blemish. 
And he shall provide a grain offering, an ephah, with the bull and an ephah, with the ram, and with the lambs as much as he is able, and a hen of oil with an ephah. When the prince enters, he shall go in by the way of the porch of the gate and go out by the same way. But when the people of the land come before the Lord at the appointed feasts, he who enters by way of the north gate to worship shall go out by way of the south gate, and he who enters by way of the south gate shall go out by way of the north gate. No one shall return by way of the gate by which he entered, but shall go straight out. When they go in, the prince shall go in among them, and when they go out, he shall go out. At the festivals and the appointed feasts, the grain offering shall be an ephah, with a bull and an ephah with a ram, and with the lambs as much as one are, is able to give, and a hen of oil with an ephah. When the prince provides a free will offering, a burnt offering, or peace offerings, as a free will offering to the Lord, the gate facing east shall be open for him, and he shall provide his burnt offering and his peace offerings, as he does on the Sabbath day. Then he shall go out, and the gate shall be shut after he goes out. And you shall provide a lamb, a year old without blemish, for a burnt offering to the Lord daily. Morning by morning you shall provide it. Also you shall provide a grain offering with it morning by morning, a sixth of an ephah, and a third of a hen of oil to moisten the fine flour, a grain offering to the Lord continually by a perpetual ordinance. Thus they shall provide the lamb, the grain offering, and the oil, morning by morning, for a continual burnt offering. Thus says the Lord God, If the prince gives a gift out of his inheritance to any of his sons, it shall belong to his sons. It is their possession by inheritance. But if he gives a gift from his inheritance to one of his servants, it shall be his until the year of liberty. Then it shall return to the prince. His inheritance shall be only his sons. It shall belong to them. The prince shall not take from the people's inheritance, thrusting them out of their possession. He shall give his sons inheritance from his own possession, so that my people will not be scattered, anyone from his possession. The boiling places. Then he brought me through the entrance, which was at the side of the gate, into the holy chambers for the priests, which faced north, and behold, there was a place at the extreme rear toward the west. He said to me, This is the place where the priests shall boil the guilt offering and the sin offering, and where they shall bake the grain offering, in order that they may not bring them out into the inner court to transmit holiness to the people. Then he brought me out of the outer court and led me across to the four corners of the court, and behold, in every corner of the court there was a small court. In the four corners of the court there were enclosed courts, forty cubits long and thirty wide. These four in the corners were the same size. There was a row of masonry round about in them, around the four of them, and boiling places were made under the rows round about. Then he said to me, These are the boiling places where the ministers of the house shall boil the sacrifices of the people. Water from the Temple, Chapter 47 then he brought me back to the door of the house, and behold, water was flowing from under the threshold of the house toward the east, for the house faced east, and the water was flowing down from under, from the right side of the house, from south of the altar. He brought me out by way of the north gate, and led me around on the outside to the outer gate, by way of the gate that faces east, and behold, water was trickling from the south side. When the man went out toward the east with a line in his hand, he measured a thousand cubits, and he held me through the water water reaching the ankles. Again, he measured a thousand and led me through the water, water reaching the knees. Again, he measured a thousand, led me through the water, 
water reaching the loins. Again, he measured a thousand, and it was a river that I could not ford, for the water had risen, enough water to swim in, a river that could not be forded. He said to me, Son of man, have you seen this? Then he brought me back to the bank of the river. Now, when I had returned, behold, on the bank of the river, there were very many trees on the one side and on the other. Then he said to me, These waters go out toward the eastern region and go down into the Arabah. Then they go toward the sea, being made to flow into the sea, and the waters of the sea become fresh. It will come about that every living creature, which swarms in every place where the river goes, will live, and there will be very many fish, for these waters go there and the others become fresh, so everything will live where the river goes. And it will come about that fishermen will stand beside it, from Engedi to Enaglame, there will be a place for the spreading of nets. Their fish will be according to their kinds, like the fish of the great sea, very many. But its swamps and marshes will not become fresh. They will be left for salt. By the river of its bank, on one side and on the other, will grow all kinds of trees for food. Their leaves will not wither, and their fruit will not fail. They will bear every month because their water flows from the sanctuary and their fruit will be for food and their leaves for healing. Boundaries and Division of the Land Thus says the Lord God, This shall be the boundary by which you shall divide the land for an inheritance among the twelve tribes of Israel. Joseph shall have two portions. You shall divide it for an inheritance, each one equally with the other, for I swore to give it to your forefathers, and this land shall fall to you as an inheritance. This shall be the boundary of the land on the north side from the great sea by the way of Hethlon to the entrance of Zadad, Hamath, Berotha, Sibraim, which is between the border of Damascus and the border of Hamath, Hazar Hadakan, which is by the border of Horon. The boundary shall extend from the sea to Hazar Enon at the border of Damascus, and on the north toward the north is the border of Hamath. This is the north side. The east side from between Haran, Damascus, Gilead, and the land of Israel shall be the Jordan. From the north border to the eastern sea you shall measure. This is the east side. The south side toward the south shall extend from Tamar as far as the waters of Meribeth Kadesh to the brook of Egypt and to the great sea. This is the south side toward the south. The west side shall be the great sea from the south border to a point opposite Labo Hamath. This is the west side. So you shall divide this land among yourselves according to the tribes of Israel. You shall divide it by lot for an inheritance among yourselves and among the aliens who stay in your midst who bring forth sons in your midst. And they shall be to you as the native born among the sons of Israel. They shall be allotted an inheritance with you among the tribes of Israel. And in the tribe with which the alien stays, there you shall give him his inheritance, declares the Lord God. Division of the Land, Chapter 48 Now these are the names of the tribes, from the northern extremity beside the way of Hethlon to Labohamath, as far as Hazar and On, at the border of Damascus, toward the north, beside Hamath, running from the east to west, Dan, one portion, beside the border of Dan, from the east side to the west side, Asher, one portion, beside the border of Asher, from the east side to the west side, Nephtali, one portion, 
Beside the border of Neftali, from the east side to the west side, Manessa, one portion. Beside the border of Manessa, from the east side to the west side, Ephraim, one portion. Beside the border of Ephraim, from the east side to the west side, Reuben, one portion. Beside the border of Reuben, from the east side to the west side, Judah, one portion. And beside the border of Judah, from the east side to the west side, shall be the allotment, which you shall set apart 25,000 cubits in width and in length like one of the portions from the east side to the west side, and the sanctuary shall be in the middle of it. The allotment that you shall set apart to the Lord shall be 25,000 cubits in length and 10,000 in width. Portion for the priests. The holy allotment shall be for those, namely for the priests, toward the north, 25,000 cubits in length, toward the west, 10,000 in width, Toward the east, 10,000 in width, and toward the south, 25,000 in length. And the sanctuary of the Lord shall be in its midst. It shall be for the priests who are sanctified of the sons of Zadok, who have kept my charge, who do not go astray with the sons of Israel, when the sons of Israel went astray, as the Levites went astray. It shall be an allotment to them from the allotment of the land, a most holy place by the border of the Levites." Alongside the border of the priests, the Levites shall have 25,000 cubits in length and 10,000 in width. The whole length shall be 25,000 cubits and the width 10,000. Moreover, they shall not sell or exchange any of it or alienate this choice portion of land, for it is holy to the Lord. The remainder 5,000 cubits in width and 25,000 in length shall be for a common use for the city, for dwellings, and for open spaces, and the city shall be in its midst. These shall be its measurements, the north side 4,500 cubits, the south side 4,500 cubits, the east side 4,500 cubits, and the west side 4,500 cubits. The city shall have open spaces on the north 250 cubits, on the south 250 cubits, on the east 250 cubits, and on the west 250 cubits. The remainder of the length alongside the holy allotment shall be 10,000 cubits toward the east and 10,000 toward the west, and it shall be alongside the holy allotment, and its produce shall be food for the workers of the city. The workers of the city out of all the tribes of Israel shall cultivate it. The whole allotment shall be 25,000 by 25,000 cubits. You shall set apart the holy allotment, a square, with the property of the city. Portion for the Prince the remainder shall be for the prince, on the one side and on the other of the holy allotment and of the property of the city, in front of the 25,000 cubits of the allotment, toward the east border and westward in front of the 25,000, toward the west border, alongside the portions, it shall be for the prince, and the holy allotment and the sanctuary of the house shall be in the middle of it, exclusive of the property of the Levites and the property of the city, which are the middle of that which belongs to the prince. Everything between the border of Judah and the border of Benjamin shall be for the prince. Portion for other tribes. As for the rest of the tribes, from the east side to the west side, Benjamin, one portion. Beside the border of Benjamin, from the east side to the west side, Simeon, one portion. Beside the border of Simeon, from the east side to the west side, Issachar, one portion. Beside the border of Issachar, from the east side to the west side, Zebulun, one portion. Beside the border of Zebulun, from the east side to the west side, Gad, one portion. And beside the border of Gad, to the south side toward the south, the border shall be from Tamar, to the waters of Meribeth Kadesh, to the brook of Egypt, to the great sea. 
This is the land which you shall divide by lot to the tribes of Israel for an inheritance, and these are their several portions, declares the Lord God. The city gates. These are the exits of the city on the north side, 4,500 cubits by measurement, shall be the gates of the city, named for the tribes of Israel, three gates toward the north, the gate of Reuben 1, the gate of Judah 1, the gate of Levi 1. On the east side, 4,500 cubits shall be three gates, the gate of Joseph 1, the gate of Benjamin 1, the gate of Dan 1. On the south side, 4,500 cubits by measurement shall be three gates, the gate of Simeon 1, the gate of Issachar 1, the gate of Zebulun 1. On the west side, 4,500 cubits shall be three gates, the gate of Gad 1, the gate of Asher 1, the gate of Naphtali 1. The city shall be 18,000 cubits round about, and the name of the city from that day shall be, The Lord is There. John chapter 16, Jesus' warning. These things I have spoken to you so that you may be kept from stumbling. They will make you outcasts from the synagogue, but an hour is coming for everyone who kills you to think that he is offering service to God. These things they will do because they have not known the Father or me. But these things I have spoken to you so that when their hour comes, you may remember that I told you of them. These things I did not say to you at the beginning because I was with you. The Holy Spirit promised. But now I am going to him who sent me, and none of you asks me, where are you going? But because I have said these things to you, sorrow has filled your heart. But I tell you the truth, it is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the helper will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. And he, when he comes, will convict the world concerning sin and righteousness and judgment, concerning sin because they do not believe in me, and concerning righteousness because I go to the Father and you no longer see me, and concerning judgment because the ruler of this world has been judged. I have many more things to say to you, but you cannot hear them now. But when he, the Spirit of truth, comes, he will guide you into all the truth, for he will not speak on his own initiative. But whatever he hears, he will speak, and he will disclose to you what is to come. He will glorify me, for he will take of mine and will disclose it to you. All things that the Father has are mine. Therefore, I said that he takes of mine and will disclose it to you. Jesus' death and resurrection foretold. A little while, and you will no longer see me. And again, a little while, and you will see me. Some of his disciples then said to one another, What is this thing he is telling us? A little while, and you will not see me, and again a little while, and you will see me, and because I go to the Father. So they were saying, What is this that he says? A little while. We do not know what he's talking about. Jesus knew that they wished to question him, and he said to them, Are you you deliberating together about this, that I said, A little while, and you will not see me, and again a little while, and you will see me? Truly, truly, I say to you that you will weep and lament, but the world will rejoice. You will grieve, but your grief will be turned into joy. Whenever a woman is in labor, she has pain because her hour has come. But when she gives birth to the child, she no longer remembers the anguish because of the joy that a child has been born into the world. Therefore, you too have grief now, but I will see you again and your heart will rejoice and no one will take your joy away from you. 
prayer promises. In that day, you will not question me about anything. Truly, truly, I say to you, if you ask the Father for anything in my name, he will give it to you. Until now, you have asked for nothing in my name. Ask and you will receive so that your joy may be made full. These things I have spoken to you in figurative language. An hour is coming when I will no longer speak to you in figurative language, but will tell you plainly of the Father. In that day, you will ask in my name, and I do not say to you that I will request of the Father on your behalf. For the Father himself loves you because you have loved me and have believed that I came forth from the Father. I came forth from the Father and have come into the world. I am leaving the world again and going to the Father. His disciples said, Lo, now you are speaking plainly and are not using a figure of speech. Now we know that you know all things and have no need for anyone to question you. By this we believe that you came from God. Jesus answered them, Do you now believe? Behold, an hour is coming and has already come for you to be scattered, each to his own home and to leave, and to leave me alone. And yet I am not alone because the Father is with me. These things I have spoken to you, so that in me you may have peace. In the world you have tribulation, but take courage. I have overcome the world. And those are our readings today. And honestly, the main thing that we can focus on today, no matter what tribulation, suffering, pain, trials, challenges we are going through, these things I've spoken to you so that in me you may have peace. In the world you have tribulation, but take courage. I have overcome the world. We are walking with the man who overcame the world. We get to walk this life with him by believing that he came from God, that he is our savior. That truly, that, that truth is breathtaking. It's beautiful. It is, it is so powerful. And yes, we should take courage. We should take courage and know that we are walking with the one who overcame the world. Let's go ahead and pray. Dear Lord, thank you for this time today. Thank you for giving us the opportunity to walk with the one who overcame the world. This world is full of tribulation. That is a promise. That is a guarantee but we get to have peace because of Jesus, because of our belief, our faith, and because of the actions that we take in order to remain in faith. It is not just a, uh, we pray that we cannot be passive, Lord. We pray that we can be active in our faith, that we can, remain activated in faith that we can see when our faith is dwindling that we can correct that we can come to you we can correct that and we can remember that Jesus walks with us that we have nothing to fear 
that the one who overcame the world is walking with us right here, right now. Thank you, Lord. We say this prayer in your son Jesus' name. Amen. Well, that concludes our episode for today. May you walk with courage. We walk with the one who overcame the world. I look forward to being with you in the next episode. Take care.